Good morning, and thank you for tuning in to Sports 1440's Fantasy Frenzy. Little Queens of the Stone Age taking me back to NHL 03, I want to say. Maybe a little bit before your time, Brandon. Well, an older NHL game. That song was definitely in it. 03 was, I think, probably the first one that I had, I think. Maybe that was yeah. it. Look, there, some there, there are some legendary... Uh, I, I, This is a song that doesn't get played enough as an intro on the station because it's not in our library. Um, but like, there's some days where I just have to hear it, so I'll like run it across from uh, Spotify or something <laughs> to play a "Sweetness" by Jimmy Eat World and that uh, that opening. That's NHL. Like that's an, and I think I have this. Not it's not an argument, but like conversation with a group of friends anytime we're or hanging out and that song comes on, we debate what NHL game it was on, and I think it was O three, maybe O four. See, look, I'm doing it all over again. Yeah, and, and we. we we have the phones in our hand. We Google it immediately and figure it out, but then I always forget again. So There was like a Temptation by the Tea Party, and that was like, I feel like that was kind of when the NHL games introduced, like the, you know, they'd show them coming onto the ice and skate around. You should just get jazzed up watching that. Uh, it is Fantasy Frenzy brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky, home of Alberta's best beef jerky locations in Leduc, Spruce Grove, and right here in West Edmonton Mall, or check them out online at wilhawkbeefjerky.com. Uh, that, that kind of raises an interesting question. Uh, so Husk says, nice work on the song. Getting ticks on Friday for sure. Are they in town? Uh, apparently, and because we, I played a Struts, uh, the Struts song earlier in the show, and of course Kevin having no idea who that is, uh, and I'm not that familiar with them either, but uh, Husk said that they're opening for Queens of the Stone Age. Um, this might be Friday? Man, I'm going to have to check this out. Queens of the Stone Age had some hits. Some great songs there. Okay. Yeah, Sweetness was on NHL 03 with a Ginla on the cover. Okay, that's what I thought. Little Sister. Legendary game. Little Sister, Husk says, yeah, the great song, Threes and Sevens, Burn the Witch. Uh, and Triple C in a truck says it was on FIFA 99 as well. What's the best video game song of all time? Like, did you play Tony Hawk's Pro Skater? Because Goldfinger, no. Superman, unbelievable. I did not play that one. Like, my my video games were limited, to, especially ones with real music on them, um, were limited to, yeah, like NHL and Madden games. Yeah. And there are some great ones. Like, this is a very under-the-radar one, but uh, it's a Canadian connection. I think it was on Madden... Oh nine, uh, Cardinal official, uh, burnt. Yeah, um, that was a great one. Cardi. Uh, now shine down. Uh, second chance. No, because that was not that one. Wouldn't have been on another shine down song. Was on another Madden or NHL game. That's a great one too. But there's so many Canadian hip hop with like Cardinal official and uh, the Rascals, like Northern oh, Touch. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolute banger. <laughs> so Let's ride, Chocolair. Oh. I mean, we could get into Canadian <laughs> so, hip-hop and talk a little bit about that for a long time. <laughs> yeah, Titan says, yeah, it has to be 0203 Chell for sure. Lance says NHL 04 had the best soundtrack. I always, Husk says Pro Skater, Ace of Spades, Motorhead. Yeah, like, man, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater had some great stuff. Every game, every game. I think, be, like, and for you, you, people can tell me I'm I'm out of the know here because I haven't got a new, um, like, NHL or Madden game. I think NHL 14 or 15 was the last one I owned. Um, haven't had Madden since uh, 2011. So, like, I don't know what are on the, the soundtracks now. But are they still, like, pumping them out and giving them as much, I don't know, effort and consideration as they did back in these these days that we're talking about? Because, like, that was, like, a big deal was knowing what came, what was on the soundtrack for that year's edition of the game. It was a big deal. It was. It was. And I mean, how many people went out and bought CDs because of that? I feel like uh, ooh, Treble Charger was on one of them. 
That was, that was a good one. Lance says Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, the first one, had the best soundtrack. I would agree. That, man, video games were awesome. I once left a track meet early to go play Tony Hawk's Pro Skater on uh, Nintendo 64. I was like, I don't know if I really care about this whole running thing as much. 4 by 100 I don't know. We're going to get our butts kicked. Might just go play a little video games. Just kidding. It, it was after the fact. I didn't stick around for the medal ceremony. I would never abandon my team. Was were, were you were, would have there been purpose to you sticking around for the medal ceremony? Like, were you getting no, a medal? No, I don't think so. Yeah, it was exactly. Like we, what does it matter? It was like finishing the four by one hundred and then just like running straight to my friend's mom's car. Let's go. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> let's, go, let's get some McDonald's and go play Tony Hawk uh, today on this show. Uh, we are going to talk fantasy hockey. That is going to be kind of what we'll focus on with our guest, the fantasy wizard. Brought to you by the Canadian Brewers will be Nick Alberga of. The Leafs Nation. He does some work with the NHL Fantasy on Ice podcast as well. The Golden Muzzy on social media. He'll join us in about 15 minutes time. We'll also take your text talking about football. Of course, the Oilers back in action tonight. It is game day finally. It feels like it's been forever. We've got uh, lots of Oilers pregame coverage coming up here on the station. Uh, I do believe Corey Lavalette of the North Jersey State will join Low Tide. North State Journal. That's where Corey's from. Corey's one of the best. I love that guy. He's, he's always there to help you out. Uh, sometimes I'll just text him for information because people will be asking us fantasy-wise, like, oh, when's so-and-so coming back? Well, we'll reach out to Corey and he'll tell us. Um, we'll also hear from, uh, I don't know who else will be on the Lowdown with Low Tide. He'll let us know at some point. But we've got Tyler Uremchuk coming up at 2.20. Also, we'll hear a one-on-one that Gregor had with Vinny DeArnay, Mike Rupp, uh, Mike Maniscalco. He is the play-by-play voice of the Hurricanes. Spec. So basically, it's going to be a lot of pregame coverage on Sports 1440 today. You guys had uh, Anna Dua on today. You stole our guest. Yeah, she does uh, She does some work <laughs> with uh, Nick at the uh, NHL yeah. Fantasy on Ice uh, kind of realm of the world. So a little uh, crossover action. But yeah, we had when we had Anna on here on Fantasy Friends, and she was so great. And I know she does some work outside of just the fantasy world as well, covering just the NHL in general. So um, touch base and she was uh, she was great this morning a lot of awesome insight about uh, storylines that have her eye across the NHL she's fantastic I, I love the guest that you know they, they don't even say what are we talking about it's just like I'll be ready and, and she was one of them just yeah, throw anything my way we're good to go uh, Jeremy says NHL 09 bullet for my valentine hearts burst into fire Hands down, the best song in NHL franchise, in my opinion. Jeremy, that was the first text into the show, so thank you for tuning in today. Uh, we've also got Spaghetti saying, none of the Chell, the new Chell soundtracks can compare. They're blasphemy. Yeah, I feel like that's just us, like living in the moment. I'm sure the kids today love the, the NHL soundtracks, the, the teenagers, but for us, it's always going to be the classics. You start to realize when your parents used to tell you, like, oh, the music today is so much worse than it used to be. And then you get to this age that we're at now, and you're <laughs> yeah. like, oh, my God, you're totally right. It's, it's like true. just we are, we are old. Uh, <laughs> but back in the day, the early 2000s, like, Mom, it's not a phase. Like, this is a lifestyle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Blink and... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad I never dropped that line on my parents, but this is not a phase. Emo emo vibes without one. one 1440 if you've got any fantasy questions. Right now we're talking video game soundtracks, so we can roll with that one. We always said from the beginning of this show... We want to go where the listener directs us. So whatever you text in to talk about and you share your thoughts, that's the uh, the 
direction we will go. AZ says, NHL video games were the cap friendly back in the day with tunes in the background. The amount of trades and roster adjustments brings back memories. Oh, yeah. And I remember like in the early video games, like I would take Sean Podine from the Oilers and trade him for a player. Like if he was a 65, trade him for a 66. Then you trade that 66 overall for a 67. And you just work your way up. And all of a sudden, Pavel Bure's on the Oilers. It was so much fun. That's so cheap. That's such a good point by uh, by AZAZ, uh, my preference, um, about like, yeah, before we had the total access to teams, uh, you know, dollar figures and can like armchair GM on a site like Cap Friendly, like that is what you did. You went onto your site like or onto your, your game console to pull up the rosters and stuff. And of course, back then, like it was for the year, like you couldn't update them online like you do now and stuff if something changes. So... I, I had never thought about that. That is such a good point because I, I was guilty of that. I would go in there and be like, oh, what's a so-and-so making, especially those first couple of years of the salary cap, right? Yeah, for sure. It, it was a resource. Lance says, the new NHL games are heavy into hip-hop now. I assume kids today are more into that than pop, punk, and alt-rock. Yeah, I mean, I like the variety. I like the, the variety that, you know, the, the early games had. I'm just looking at Pro Skater, Police Truck, Dead Kennedys. Yeah, that song was awesome. Like I said, Goldfinger, Superman. Also had some different stuff, though. Man, really good stuff. Well, keep those texts coming in. Uh, right now, Montana to Rice says the uh, current NHL soundtracks are horrendous. Beast and the Harlot by Avenged Sevenfold is a legendary NHL song. I think 06 or 07. Husk says, I lost my life on Pro Skater. A few years, yes. I mean, it was so much fun. It was addictive. Maddie C says, hey, Maddie C, second time texter. We're going to get you in the system here. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2, best soundtrack of all time, any game ever. Great call there, con man. Yeah, I mean, I loved it. I like Husks. I spent a lot of time playing Tony Hawk's, and like for Christmas, that was the gift you had to have, the new Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. I remember my buddy Brett coming over, just seeing how far we could get into it. Kevlar says, Anadua, that is all. Yes, hey, Anadua. Outstanding. We're going to have her back on the show for sure. There was a question that came in about fantasy football, but it's buried under all the questions about uh, music or comments. I, I do have it here from JDO or JDO. JD0. JDO. JDO. Josh Dobbs or Brock Purdy this week? Uh, I mean, coming off what Brock Purdy did last week, you got to feel like he's pretty good, but it, it hasn't been uh, a straight line for him. You know, there has been some good, followed by some bad. So the 49ers this week taking the Seattle Seahawks in San Fran. Dobbs and the Vikings, Vikings. on the road. In Vegas, though. In the black hole. Is there a Vegas flu, you think, in the NFL? I think the teams get in there, like, the, the day before, straight to the hotel. Curfew is this time. And, like, I don't, I don't, maybe back in the day before social media. But I don't think players are going out. So I, I, I don't think going to Vegas is as much of a issue anymore no and the Raiders uh kind of coming down off of the uh the mid-season coaching change high a little bit um uh, there and coming off a bye as well so I mean you can look at that two ways a they get a bye week for um uh Antonio Pierce to uh, maybe implement some of his more ideas and or more of his ideas pardon me in systems we did we did not see a very good version of Josh Dobbs last Monday night Connor Halley you and I at the CBH in St. Albert. No, it was awful. It was one of, <laughs> one of, if not the worst football games I've ever seen in my life. 
cost you a very narrow loss in fantasy football. Uh, This is open shut to me. It's Brock Purdy. The Niners are absolutely rolling. The Seahawks are a better team than the Raiders. Um, Jefferson, uh, comma, Justin, very possibly back for the Vikings this weekend. That will play a role. But like Brock Purdy, the weapons he has around him, he is good, but he doesn't even have to be. He just has to put the ball in the hands of his playmakers, but he is also very talented in his own right. So uh, I think it's a pretty much a no-brainer for for Brock Purdy this week. Yeah, the the more you think about it, I, I am interested. Like, And it's not even to do with the, well, so much the quarterback situation, but Max Crosby, I mean, if he's healthy, that guy can be such a terror. I hate the Raiders, but I love Max Crosby 16 weeks of this season. Even when he's on his bye week, I like him. But the two games against the Chargers, I hate him because he is so dang good. Good morning, boys. I have TJ Hawkinson and Swift. And I don't know which to start in my flex. So the extra flex spot there. Thanks for a great show. Bane, Bane, thank you. Um, I have a f- question before we dive in. Who's your starting tight end that TJ Hawkinson's not your starting tight end? Is it Travis Kelsey? It's got to be Kelsey or Laporta, right? If, if so, power to you. Uh, very well done in uh, how you accumulated that. Um, Laporta maybe would be believable because uh, as a rookie, he probably wasn't um, a super high uh, profile draft pick. Yeah, he says he got Laporta. So uh, wait, shout out Bain. Great to tight end depth. There's a lot of people very, very envious of you, myself included. Um, I'm a DeAndre Swift owner, big time believer in him. He has had a couple very pedestrian weeks. Um, and compared to what he's done other uh, points of the season, bad weeks. Like it's just not the production is not there. Um, they've been using Kenny Gainwell a lot more uh, in the past game, particularly. I don't know what to expect this weekend. Um, the Eagles obviously a very tough matchup with the Cowboys. And Hawkinson, like we just talked about, the Vikings going up against Rex. I think I'd probably say Hawkinson, um, especially if it's PPR. Uh, even if Jefferson's back, we know how much Josh Dobbs likes TJ Hawkinson. That has been evident through his first however many weeks as a Minnesota Viking. So I'll say Hawkinson, um, but I I do I, like I'm still going to be playing DeAndre Swift as one of my running backs just because I kind of have to. I'm ravaged by injuries. Yeah, I mean the, the one thing as a DeAndre Swift owner, I'm there as well. Although I don't care about fantasy football anymore, <laughs> my opinion still remains that the Philadelphia Eagles. If, if this was 2005, DeAndre Swift would be, you know, counted on to carry the ball 25 times a game, but it's not. They've got so much depth at the running back position. What I will say is, in my opinion, the strength of the Cowboys' defense is the pass rush. What's the best way to neutralize that? Run right at it. So DeAndre Swift, I think, should get carries. I think that he's due for a bounce-back game. They're going on the road, so... You know, having keeping the ball out of Dak Prescott's hands should be a big part of the game plan. I don't know if they necessarily want to get into a shootout and and let their defense have to try to make a stop. So I think possession, carrying the ball, is going to be a big one for the Eagles. So I don't know if it's going to be all DeAndre Swift, but I think the Eagles will try to run it. That being said, I think I go Hawkinson, especially if it's PPR. We'll have to get the text yeah, back Swift, if it's PPR. Swift is a good option. Like I'm not trying to downplay that, but I, I just think Hawkinson is a, a very good one. Um and then we had the uh, Jado Texas back saying, well, we're still on the note of Minnesota. Uh, I do have Jefferson and Hawkinson, though, so Dobbs feels more attractive. Well, uh, stacking, um, like one team, that can run a high-risk, high-reward because if you're playing all three of those guys, Dobbs, Hawkinson, and Jefferson, if Dobbs sucks, then you're pretty much hooped. They're all going down. Yeah, that's three players putting up low points. But if he throws four touchdowns, two to each. But what if two of them are to Kalen or Jordan Addison? Nah. 
Addison's Addison's out, bud. Okay. <laughs> It's he's a done. risk. It's he's a risk. Done. It's 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 risky. Um, I think I think stacking uh, three players from one team is a very high risk, high reward uh, situation. Yeah. Amazon driver says Jado is actually Josh Dobbs messaging around to fantasy shows to get himself into the Brockery conversations. <laughs> <laughs> and hip hop greater than fantasy hockey. Oh, we, Amazon driver, we got to do some fantasy hockey today. Lance says Raiders hype. I don't want to hype the Raiders, but we're just saying I will give Max Crosby his hype. And on the topic of players going to Vegas and like the Vegas flu, Roderick Teamer, you live in Vegas. You play for the Raiders. He went out the night before and got a DUI. It's 2023, guys. No more DUIs. Call a cab. Get an Uber, especially if you live in Las Vegas and it's before an NFL game. Do not do those sorts of things. So it still happens. Uh, Montana Durai says I stack C-Mac, Purdy, and Ayuk every week. Hey, and when that offense is rolling, that could pay off good. And you're always going to get touchdowns from Christian McCaffrey, except like once out of every 18 games. Okay, we'll take a break. When we come back, we will talk to Nick Alberga of NHL Fantasy on Ice and the Leafs Network. That'll be next year on Fantasy Frenzy, brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. Welcome back to Fantasy Frenzy here on Sports 1440, brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky, Alberta's best beef jerky. Check them out online at wilhawkbeefjerky.com. Connor Halley, Brandon Douglas with you. 1-833-401-1440 is the text line if you want to get into the conversation. That was Ace of Spades by Motorhead. Another song from Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, which I would say games one and two, two of the best soundtracks in video games. Uh, we've had a lot of a lot of people texting in about the video game soundtrack conversation. Uh, Dirty Dangler says, I still listen to the old Need for Speed instrumentals that were composed for specific tracks. That's a diehard. I remember playing those games when like they introduced the police that would chase you. Well, it was a lot of fun. NHL 06 had a really good soundtrack. It was the first one I bought for my son, and it had Pronger and Pekka on the Oilers, surprisingly, from B... And Snarly also agreeing. The older Need for Speed games had great soundtracks too. SSX tricky as well. Thanks for the memories, fellas. Yeah, SSX snowboarding on the PS2. I got that in grade seven or eight. It was a whole lot of fun. I'll keep those texts coming in. What's your favorite uh, video game soundtrack? Maybe the memories, the singles. We're going to get to one of Brandon's on our next intro song for the third segment. Uh, we'll also let you know what's coming up in the month of giving on the Jason Greger show and what uh, Alan Mitchell's doing on the lowdown with low tide today. Right now though, we're going to get to our fantasy wizard brought to you by the Canadian brew house. You can join us Monday, Thursday and Sunday at the CBH for your chance to win awesome game day prizes and qualify for a chance to win a trip for two to the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. And when you join Brandon on Thursday, you could also qualify for a chance to go to the home opener of your choice during the 2024 season. It's going to be a very good time. We'll let you know where we're headed to next later on in the program. Right now that we do bring in Nick Alberga, he of course with NHL fantasy on ice podcast and the Leafs nation. You can give him a follow on Twitter or X at the golden muzzy. Nick, good afternoon. How are you doing? I'm fantastic boys. How are you today? We are doing very good. Uh, Got to ask you the question because it's really kind of taken over our inbox here. When you think of video game soundtracks, uh, NHL, very popular. Do you have a preference? Well, what was the best video game soundtrack, in your opinion, or even a single song? Uh, right away, uh, so it was very nostalgic. You brought up Tony Hawk, and as you asked me that question, I think it was MVP Baseball 2005. There was a song. I don't even remember. It could have been a Motorhead song or something like that, but it's still in my mind like 20, 20 years <laughs> later. That was probably 
for my money, the best baseball game of all time, MVP Baseball 2005. I think Pujols was on the cover. Oh, really? Okay. Well, we'll check that one out. Maybe we'll do a little research and see if we can dig up what song that might have been. Uh, but, yeah, the a lot of people, there's some nostalgia going on here with the old video game soundtracks. Uh, for the Edmonton Oilers fans, maybe a little nostalgia because it's been forever since we've seen them play. But uh, finally, they're back on the ice tonight, taking on the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, 7.30 puck drop down at Rogers Place. Nick, when you look at this game, and, and maybe more of a daily fantasy perspective, uh, any guys out there you think might be sneaky starts tonight? So, by the way, uh, it was MVP Baseball 2004. I want to get that correct. Because Manny Ramirez was on the 2005 one. wasn't the same game. Uh, to answer your question, yeah, looking forward to some Oilers hockey tonight, boys. Like, uh, what a tough time to, to, to go light on the schedule, right? The Oilers are finding their game, so to speak. I think from a DFS standpoint, um, anybody with exposure to Connor McDavid or Leon Dreisaitl, we've said this time and time again, I think deserves your attention. Zach Hyman, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Evander Kane. Even to an extent, Connor Brown, who I think they obviously expected a bit more from offensively, uh, you know, in his time at Edmonton hasn't been the case thus far. But I would look there. I think in general, when you look at that Canes and Oilers game, I am tempted to take a look and sniff at the the over in that game. Uh, Carolina, weirdly enough, they've had some massive issues defensively throughout this early going of the season. So I could forecast a lot of offense. Andrei Svechnikov is another guy I think to to zero in on for the um, Carolina Hurricanes coming off an ACL injury. And he's uh, he's been rounding in a form as of late, so I expect a lot of offense in that game. Just continuing on with the daily fantasy theme, uh, we've got the Penguins, Lightning, the Panthers, Stars, the Golden Knights, Blues, the three other games tonight. Seems like there's a lot of opportunity for some big offensive outputs. Uh, anyone else standing out for you tonight? Yeah, so I, I think in that Tampa game, like I'm expecting a bit of a response. I think it's important to note last week, um, it was Thursday, I believe, Pittsburgh goes into Tampa. They're down 2 nothing. They score four straight goals. So I think if you're thinking the same way I am, then maybe you identify a couple Lightning players to hit the score sheet. Uh, Nikita Kucherov has been incredible this year, 42 points. Uh, Steven Stamkos, uh, Hedman, Sorgachev, guys like that, even if you want to get deep with it, a guy like Anthony Sorelli had a big-time goal last game. So I would look in that direction for uh, Tampa-Pittsburgh. <clears throat> Excuse me, the Florida-Dallas game is very, very intriguing on many fronts. I, weirdly enough, I think there's still a lot of value in Sam Reinhardt, who's off to an impeccable start, right, with 16 goals on the season. I actually like Dallas in that game. Um, I'm going to be playing them on the bounce back after losing uh, to the Tampa Bay Lightning over on Monday. But I think guys like Wyatt Johnston, Evgeny Dadnov, uh, if you want to play the revenge card, the former member of the Florida Panthers, Jake Ottinger is going to start in that game. So I would look there. And I think uh, just to wrap up the four-game slate, like the Vegas Golden Knights, uh, after a tough loss, I thought the other night, I think they bounced back and, and beat the St. Louis Blues. And I, I think anytime Vegas plays St. Louis, I'll be playing Alex Petrangelo again because of the revenge card. Picked up a point the other night. Ivan Barbashev is another guy to look at. Uh, don't quote me on it. It could be his return uh, to St. Louis tonight, so something to monitor as well. Um, I, I like to play those type of angles when playing Daily Fantasy for sure. Nick Alberga from the Nation Network and NHL Fantasy on Ice, our guest here on Sports 1440 Fantasy Frenzy with Hallie and Douglas. Uh, Nick, 
Well, before we steer away from tonight's games, uh, one thing that's kind of made a few waves is the fact that uh, Pittsburgh making some changes to their top power play unit, uh, now deploying both Chris Letang and Eric Carlson out there uh, with their forward core. Um, does this provide more upside uh, for them as a, as a defensive option or maybe take away since they're kind of going to be you know sharing the puck a little bit uh, on the ice at the same time? So I'll be honest, uh, entering the season, I wasn't bullish, uh, as bullish, I should say, as others when it comes to the Pittsburgh Penguins. To me, it's it's played out exactly the same way it did in San Jose, where there's too many cooks in the kitchen, right? Like, they brought in Carlson to compliment Brent Burns there. Now they brought in Carlson to compliment Chris Letang. And and that's been an evolving story with that team, right? In the early going in the first quarter of the season is the power play. It's been dreadful. And... Um, I, I hope it works out. I think on the surface, obviously, there's got to be some value to Crystal Tang finally getting back and promoted to that first power play unit, but it hasn't been going. And I think recent memory in the NHL would tell us two defensemen, two power play quarterbacks in the same unit. It doesn't work. San Jose again tried the same thing. A bevy of teams throughout this league have tried the same thing. So I'm probably taking a wait-and-see approach. Again, I, I've been fading Pittsburgh all season long for – you know, in terms of the power play utilization and all that and the deployment and owning Carlson and guys like that. But I think I would take a, a wait-and-see approach when it comes to Chris Letang. Having said that, I think obviously there's some bylaw appeal if he, if he holds on to this gig here at PP1. Over to the St. Louis-Vegas game. Uh, outside of all those revenge factor um antics yeah. that uh, that you mentioned there jake neighbors is a guy that's been popping up on yeah. uh, a lot of radars here he's got uh, up to 10 points on the season uh, highlighted by nine goals um pointless in his last couple are you looking at him to to be a promising option and maybe a daily fantasy uh, outlook for tonight's game yeah neighbors is definitely a guy we identified and talked about on the on the monday edition of nhl fantasy on ice podcast uh, available wherever you get podcasts by the way but I think the concern from a fantasy standpoint with St. Louis, and it's been the case uh, pretty much ever since Craig Ruby took over, is their depth and their willingness to play all four lines equally at times. I mean, that's what won them the Stanley Cup a couple years back in 2019. And I do think neighbors at his value right now is worth a look playing with Buchnevich and Thomas on that top line. But they're not afraid to get everybody integrated, even like a guy like Alexei Torpchenko. Uh, got a point last game. Sammy Blaze back with the St. Louis Blues. I mean, they do have depth up front, but I, I think in terms of daily fantasy, uh, I would look at Jake Neighbors. And at the very least, I think you're looking to monitor because this is a kid who comes with some pedigree from junior hockey, and he's done it before. So if he can stick and maintain this over a long stretch of time, I think he's definitely worth add on your fantasy roster right now. Nick Alberga joining us here on Fantasy Frenzy on Sports 1440. Connor Halley, Brandon Douglas. Uh, last one for me for you, Nick. Um, as we look back over to the uh, the rookie scoring race, Connor Bedard uh, still pacing the class, but uh, Luke Hughes, a defenseman, up in second place, another goal last night. Uh, I'm sure he, just because of name alone and also what he did at the end of last season, was on a, a lot of people's radars with this fall's initial drafts. Um, if somebody was maybe looking to acquire him for uh, like in a dynasty or, or keeper league, what do you think a value like Luke Hughes is on right now uh, in, as a long-term outlook? It would be massive. Uh, like I think short-term there's value, obviously, because Dougie Hamilton's out of that lineup. So um, there's nobody there to sort of tarnish that role, I would say. If it's not him, it's going to be uh, Simone Nemitz, who's played a couple games in the NHL. Like it's, it's Hughes' position to run a very, very great power play unit, of course, with the big boys they have in New Jersey, namely his brother Jack. Uh, I think short-term is a lot of value. Long-term is a lot of value. Like I, You always have to be careful with youngsters, but like 
Would you be shocked if three years from now we're talking about Luke Hughes in the same vein that we're talking about Quinn Hughes with the Vancouver Canucks? Probably not. Um, I, I think the pedigree is understandable. It's rightful. Um, I, I think the kid's got a bright future, and I think you'll have to pay a pretty penny uh, to pick him up. Because, again, I think if you were to ask me this question two weeks ago, I'd say, well, I think you can get him for pretty decent value. But now certainly uh, adding in the fact that Dougie Hamilton's out long-term with the peck issue, um, there, there's actually you know in-season value right now at least uh, in a guy like Luke Hughes as opposed to maybe a couple weeks ago, obviously, where Dougie Hamilton was in front of him in the pecking order and they'd have to duke it out all season long and they got one guy who's making a lot of money, so they almost sort of owe it to him. And, and now he's unimpeached. I mean, he has uh, everything to go with running that first power play unit. So the answer, in short, would be, a lot. You'd have to be, give up a considerable amount to pick up a Luke Hughes right now in a dynasty league. Nick, thanks so much for doing this today. Really appreciate you hopping on, and uh, we'll make sure to check out the podcast and uh, keep up the good work. Sounds good, guys. Have a great day. Enjoy the game tonight. Thank you very much. You as well. There you go, Nick Alberga. NHL on Ice podcast. They do great work, like you said. A little crossover there with uh, the host or one of the one of the hosts. We've also got Pete Jensen who comes on the show. You guys have Anadua on. So uh, great to have Nick on this morning, this afternoon, where he is out in the six. And uh, make sure you give him a follow on Twitter or X, the Golden Muzzy. I wonder what the attitude is like out there with Shohei Otani reportedly coming down to two teams, Toronto and the Dodgers. And I believe it was John Morosi of Major League Baseball Network saying he should have a decision made by the end of the weekend. Financially, this one impacts me because I did say I would buy a Shohei Otani jersey if he signs with Toronto. So it would be worth it by all means. But my goodness, could you imagine? Like that, this is like a pipe dream. I used to joke because my buddy's an Angels fan. It's going to be sick to see him in a Jays jersey. And now it seems like there is a chance. Maybe, maybe not a big chance, but there seems to be a chance. And it all depends on who you're listening to. And I think most of these, um, the baseball insiders, I mean, they, they, have their sources and things, but because of how tight-lipped this process is, I'm not sure anybody really has that good of an indication about, you know, a quote-unquote front-runner, and the people out of Toronto are saying that the Blue Jays are one of the front-runners, but at the same time, of course, I'm sure they're saying the same thing out uh, in LA, and maybe even still in Chicago, I think they've maybe fallen back of the pack a little bit, so it it is just a wait-and-see thing with Shohei right now, but God, I'm, I'm like... Trem- trembling just thinking about the possibility of uh, of him as a Toronto Blue Jay. It's almost weird because it's kind of like, oh, so buddy's doing his hair in our mirror. Looks good, man. <laughs> I've seen a lot of people do that, but no one's really gotten into it like that young fellow. Because it's like our glass here on the front of the studio. It is it is semi reflective, but it's not exactly like uh, interrogation room two way glass. Like they can definitely see us in here. But they just pull, pose up on it like it is a, a vanity mirror in their bathroom. Yeah. And uh, freshen themselves up. Was he wearing a hat too? Yeah, he took his hat off, did the the pull the hair back, uh, you know, fluff it up, whatever the kids are doing these days, and then put his hat back on. So I don't, I don't get it. Kind of redundant. But oh well. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt our programming with that, but he just, some uh, young man just walked by, looked right into our studio, fixed his hair, put his hat back on, and walked away. Live radio, it threw me off a little bit. What I was going to say was, I mean, the range of emotion for Jays fans, like, I don't know how many people think it's over, overly realistic. Like, if you're a Dodgers fan, I imagine, and a Yankees fan, in the back of your mind, you always think, like, we have a legit shot at this free agent. 
if the Jays are to land him, it's going to be a party. We're all going to be celebrating. If they don't get him, to me, it's almost like, well, it was a fun ride. No biggie, because I, I just never thought that it would actually be a thing. one 401 is the text line. Nick Alberga was our fantasy wizard, brought to you by the Canadian Brew House. You can join Brandon Thursday night. Brandon, do you know where you're heading for Thursday? You'll be qualifying someone for a chance to go to the Super Bowl, as well as the home opener of their choice in 2024. I'm heading back to where it all started for me this season, uh, back to Ellerslie. That was the first Judy. location I went to back on September 7th, and here we are a couple months later, uh, December 7th. I will be at Ellerslie for this much-anticipated Steelers Patriots Thursday Night Football. I might have to come down and watch with you. That's pretty you've close come, to your neck of the You've woods. come out and supported me a few times, so maybe I'll come out into the uh, Ellerslie location. you got to get the pizza, though, this time. That's true. You pizza, will be, pizza. pizza will be on me this time around. No cauliflower wings. <laughs> None of that kind of stuff. Uh, we'll, hopefully we'll see you down there as well. It's always a great time at the CBH. We'll take a break. When we come back, we can continue talking about the Video game soundtracks, Norman Combine says Sledstorm had a wicked soundtrack. Hours and hours of wasted, I mean meaningful, spent time. LOL, Norman Combine. Let us know. Best video game soundtrack of all time. We'll also let you know what's coming up on the lowdown with Low Tide, the Jason Greger Show, the month of giving rolls on. We'll let you know all about that and more. It is Fantasy Frenzy brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky, Hallie and Douglas on Sports 1440. What year do we think this song came out? Or what, what year was it in NHL? 03, I believe, was the verdict. So you're 10 years old, let's say. You you just got home from school on a Friday. Mom says, we're ordering pizza, Papa John's, shakaroni. After that, you're going to go get a movie from Blockbuster. Life is good. No homework. Uh, that's not quite how my evenings would have well, went. Yeah, you had school. to go milk the cows or do um, something. But. And, and the Blockbuster thing, yeah. no. Uh, there was a video rental store in Delburn, a couple of them at one point. Um, but they were just locally owned little uh, little shops. Not the best selection, but I um, patronized them all the same. No, this song is so good. I was at a wedding in Manning this past summer, which is, if you're not familiar, about seven and a half hours north of Edmonton. Um, and we, the DJ stayed and played till about five o'clock in the morning. We finally gave him permission to go. And then we were still, uh, you know, still having our last few drinks. And then Buddy was like, okay, I'm just going to play this now on my phone and we can all listen to it because it's some for some reason it either got played so early in the night that we forgot about it or it didn't get played at all. And everyone's talking and one guy just stands up and says, hey, everybody shut up. This is really important. And everyone shuts up and then just press play and then Sweetness started playing. So that is, uh, that's how much that song means to some people. And I think you could probably put myself in that camp. I love that song. Just want to say here, Coming up on the station. Sorry, that was a good story, and I, I love that song as well. Jimmy World had some hits, though. Like, bangers. people sleep on them. So many bangers. Uh, today on the Jason Greger Show, we'll start with Low Tide. We'll go in proper order here. Low Tide. He's got Corey Lavalette coming up at 1220, then at 1240, Olympian Jasmine Baird. Uh, she's taking part in the Big Air this weekend at Commonwealth. Uh, I just wanted, like, my first question would be, how? Why? Why do you do this? Like, my knees break when I watch people do that sort of thing. She'll be very cool at 1240 and then Bruce McCurdy at one o'clock. And then on the Jason Greger show today, uh, we will have Tyler Uremchuk, uh, Paul Serve, any day or nay, one-on-one. Mike Rupp, former NHLer. Mike, oh, it's Mike, the Mike Hour at four o'clock. Mike Maniscalco, he is the play-by-play voice of the Hurricanes. Spec will go in the room. 
hear from Coach Knobloch as well. And uh, we're working on a few more guests for Gregor's show. But it is the month of giving, day four. We've got two packages. Now, package number one, as I scroll through here, I want to make sure I get everything right. Because you know what? I had a sheet and... I said in an email, this just shows that nobody listens to my emails or probably reads them. I'm putting in a sheet so everyone can read them and we'll leave it in the studio. That was taken already. So it's two packages. The first one, we're going to raise money for Brightview School Breakfast Program. Help the kids start the day off with a great meal. It is uh, the ultimate made-to-measure experience, $1,500 towards two outfits, hand-picked by Sterling Dirk to fit your style. You get the options of blazers, shoes, jeans, etc. You get an additional $500 in gift cards towards shirts, ties, or accessories. Maybe you want to get some nice socks. All tailoring is included, and you get an in-store consultation with Sterling Dirk to ensure you fill out your wardrobe properly. For some people, that is crucial. Some people have a great style. Others, like me, definitely need the consultation. So that'll be one package. Like I said, we're raising money for Brightview School's breakfast program. And then the second option here, and I believe the bidding has already started, and we're up to 1250 from Terry. This is a golf experience at the ranch. You get 10 rounds of golf. So factor that in with a cart. Plus, you could use the driving range beforehand. You can do the math on that one. Then you also get a round of golf with their hit pro, Sean Piercy, who will... And I'm just reading the liner here, Sean. This is not my comments. Get off his wallet and buy lunch and beverages. I think Sean is quite generous. And then also around with a GM, great guy, Murray McCourt and Kevin Carius, another great guy from Sports 1440. Obviously, a little wagering goes on here. So that's 12 rounds of golf by my math and some really good stuff there. Lunch, you get the cart, you get the driving range. And I mean, geez, the way the weather is going, you might be able to golf in February. Who best, knows? Best of all, <laughs> you get the, the kind, caring company of Kevin Carius. Kind, caring company of Kevin Carius. <laughs> yes. And that is at 1250 right now. So we got to we gotta jack that one up. That's going to Operation Friendship Senior Society, helping out seniors in need, especially this time of year. So to get going at 2 o'clock today, the best way to get in is to text your bids to one 401 You'll be able to give me a call at that number between 2 and 6 as well. Let's get into the... Uh, Let's get into the text box here because a lot of text still coming in here. But just wanted to let you know we got a lot going on today. Uh, John says Otani will sign with the Dodgers, and please do it already. He's he's gonna make us wait. Snarly says I am rooting for Otani to sign with the Jays mostly so I can go back to the comments section and blast all the Dodgers fans saying, "Oh, that's cute, Blue Jays. You think you're a big boy?" Those LA sports teams. Terry, you're in the system now. We got your bid. Thank you. Uh, Lance says, I own that Jimmy Eat World album. It came out. I now own it on vinyl. Does it sound better on vinyl? I had a buddy that's, that really believed it sounds better on vinyl. That's how music's supposed to be listened to. Scientifically, yes, it's true. <laughs> but is it that big of a difference than, say, listening to it in a uh, compressed digital format? I don't know. I'm. It, there is a difference, but... I'm not that much of a a sound aficionado. If I was sitting in my house in like a great room, maybe you want that crispness. But if I'm on a treadmill with my little $80 AirPods in, I can't tell the no, difference. No, run the headphones from the record player sitting next to you on the treadmill. Or get a backpack record player. <laughs> At a little weight. 
Uh, Barb, Barber and Peace River. Next time you're in up this way, stop for a deal in a room. That was a reference to me saying I was uh, up in Manning. You oh, go, okay. You go through Peace River, cross the mighty Peace to, to get to Manning. Um, yeah, when I went up there, it was actually kind of weird because that was at – not quite the height, but very near the height of all the fires in the Northwest Territories. So a lot of traffic coming south uh, from northern Alberta down and through the Peace River country. So, uh, hey, Barbara, I'll give you a shout. Uh, I, t- I towed the trailer up when I went, and uh, the the biggest accomplishment I can say from that weekend is that I didn't have to pull over and have a nap in the trailer on the drive home on Sunday because I was a herding unit, as you can imagine, based on the fact that the story I just told we were up until uh, – well, six o'clock in the morning, um, before even shutting it down, breakfast started at, I think eight. So <laughs> had a quick little nap in between. Uh, Lundy says flagpole sit up by Harvey danger is another elite track from Tony Hawk pro skater. I don't even rem- remember it from that video game, but that song is great. Very, very good song. Oh, Lundy texted in. That's my boy. He wasn't even in the system. You didn't put your boy in the system. Well, cause he hadn't put a call and I see he texted you last week. Uh, with a couple of things. And then he says, if it catches on, tell Dougie it's courtesy of his Tropics D partner. Dougie is what the the trop, the boys in the Tropics call me. Very original. Why yeah, do very, they call very, you that? Yes, very, very original. Uh, shout out Lundy. He's my boy. Uh, Greg says, I need to address two QBs out of Allen, Shields, and Browning, who I picked up last week for the bye week. Will Browning have that kind of week again? Should I sit Shields in the final week of the regular season in which I sit third? Greg from Lacombe. Who's Shields? Maybe Fields. <laughs> That's the only, <laughs> only thing I can draw from that. Allen, Fields, and Browning. It's got to be Fields. It has you to You have be. to start Allen. Yeah. To- <laughs> Jake Browning, all the credit to him, what he did on Monday Night Football. Uh, he does have a lethal group of weapons we had another text about jake browning compared to say uh i think it was comparing to josh dobbs yeah uh in this one definitely josh allen it's like he was the number one overall pick in most leagues and yes the Bills season has not gone as expected but they're in full desperation mode and he's still very talented so uh, i think i like allen there browning will he have that type of week again that's pretty hard to duplicate doesn't matter who you are let alone Jake Browning out of uh, Washington U, who nobody who knew whose name is what he, nobody knew his name up until uh, Joe Burrow went down to injury. So it's, um, I'm hoping for it. I'm rooting for the guy because I, I, I'm a sucker for that, like always rooting for the underdogs and these kind of no-name stories. But uh, I I would be shocked if he duplicates that performance. Yeah, I think I'm with you. Um, it. it- it could happen. The field goes up against the Lions. The Lions defense has a tendency to give up a few points here and there. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it, they're obviously not elite options, but they're certainly not the worst. Uh, Brian S. says, not sure why Otani would sign in Toronto. Endorsements would be split with hockey players and piss off Americans off. Well, I mean, his endorsements are going to be worldwide, Brian. He's going to get a ton of money. He would be the face of baseball in Canada an entire nation and he would still get endorsements be from the United States because why would he still the face of major league? Like he's still you, the best do, player in baseball. Do you think Vladdy juniors hurting for endorsements in the States, let alone, uh, his ones through the team. Yeah. He loves smuckers jam. I know that much pros and cons living in LA pros. 
Weather's nice. You'd be playing with a traditional great franchise. Good bankroll. Relocated franchise. Yeah. When is it they could relocate again? <laughs> LA. I mean, you're an earthquake away from a lot of damage. Crime. Smog. Crips vs. Bloods. Yeah. Toronto, what do you got? Is the number two team in town? <laughs> but you could make an argument you that the Dodgers the, are as well. But you don't play at the same time. No, yeah. I don't know. I don't know, Brian. I, th- I think it's an easy decision. We'll see. And you get paid in American money. So that <laughs> you sign 750 mil or something. That's like a billion you're, up you're, here. It's, it's going to be a billion dollars Canadian is what he would make. Yeah, that'd be crazy. And, and it's Canada. How far does a billion dollars go in Canada? Even in Toronto, pretty far. And I mean, you know, the Yankee or the, the Dodgers obviously have a good team, but if you look at the Blue Jays, there's some nice talent. Yeah, you could add a few weapons here and there, and Shohei, I'm sure, would make some players want to come play in Toronto. I don't think it's the worst thing. We'll see. Oh, Brian, also, the next one is, hope my Red Sox got some pitching. So he's a Red Sox fan. So, okay, that, well, now that makes a lot of sense why you'd question it. And, uh, yes, you did trade away Alex Verdugo. Um, the three names coming back, I'm, I'm not going to say if they're good or not. I I don't keep tabs on other teams' uh, farm systems enough to uh, to note if the three – there was three pitchers that came back in the Verdugo trade. Um, they're all prospects. I'm There's a good chance probably one of them turns into an MLB player. I think that's kind of the hope because in baseball, I mean, God, there's just so many players out there. The draft is – nine years long. Um, so I think of those three, I think you'd probably hope that at least one, maybe two turn into playing in the major leagues in some role or another starter, reliever, closer, whatever. Amazon drivers says record player backpack is the original Sony Walkman. And Rob says vinyl. Most music is recorded digitally these days, which nullifies the advantage of the analog records. Anything from the nineties and earlier. Yes, totally go vinyl if possible. And Lone Star Lynn. I think we're going to have to wrap it up with you. Says the great thing about Toronto is you'd have the whole nation behind you, not just half of LA. It's got to be more like three quarters of LA, right? I don't think the angels have too many fans down there. (laughs) 5% of LA, maybe more even. The the angels have their like 17,000 or whatever that show up and then the rest are Dodgers. Can't blame them. Can't blame them. It's like Dodgers, Lakers, Rams, Kings. And then the other side is Chargers, Angels, Ducks, Clippers. Not quite as good, but tides are turning, baby. Chargers will lead the way in seven years. Thank you guys for tuning in today to the show. We do appreciate it as always. Again, Month of Giving continues at 2 o'clock. Some great packages. If you want to check those out, you can always head to jasongreger.com. Uh, it's got right there on the main page. You can see exactly what's coming up for the next week and which charities we will be helping out. Uh, keep these texts coming in for Lowdown as he rolls in shortly. Not Lowdown, Low Tide with Declan Kruger. Uh, big thank you to Nick Alberger for joining us today on the show. If you missed anything, make sure you go to Apple, Google, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast from. Give us a download. Give us a subscription. We really do appreciate it. For Brandon Douglas, I'm Connor Halley. We'll get to an update with The Duke. Brought to you by Wilhock Beef Jerky. Home of Alberta's best beef jerky. Locations in Leduc, Spruce Grove, and West Edmonton Mall. WilhockBeefJerky.com.